I'll tell you why I started writing this book. I mean, I've been invi- I've been interested in the environment for decades now, and uh, as we all should be, of course. And I've become more and more despairing of uh, our chances of doing much about it in the time available. And I don't claim to be. Uh, an expert on the technicalities of how we fix climate change. I mean, I've got a broad brush understanding, as we all do, I think, because it's been we've been bombarded with it for years now, and uh, we've got a vague idea what's going on. There is a problem. There are things we can do, but we're not doing them. I think kind of captures the essence of it. So that's my starting point, the same as it is for many, many other people, I suspect. That's retired university professor Mark Beeson talking about his latest book, Environmental Anarchy, Security in the 21st Century, and he appeared on the Undiplomatic Podcast. This is the latest episode of Climate Conversations, and I'm your host, Robert McLean. Welcome. It's so great to have you on board. Climate Conversations is assembled here in Shepparton, in northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people, and I pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. You'll find a link to the Undiplomatic podcast in the show notes. And next we hear from Simon Holmes Court, the man behind Climate 200. Climate 200 is morally and financially supporting independent candidates in the May 21 federal election. And last night they were celebrating the fact that they'd had 10,000 donations, 10,000 donations towards their cause. Last night's virtual party, and last night was Wednesday, April 13, attracted more than 500 people. Simon got the party started with these few words. So I'm going to give a quick, just give a, a quick status of uh, where where we are and why we are, why we are here. Uh, and I want to talk about what does it take for us to get climate action? We've, you're all on board already, I know, but I just want to stress how close we are, that all else remaining equal, it takes just three more independents and you in order to get real action on climate change. I want to start by just you know, the, the premise on which we launched, that Australian politics is broken. And I say that it's broken, uh, one, of the, one of the major reasons it's broken is that the good guys, those, those of us who are on the right side of history or, or uh, on the side of the angels, have vacated the public square. Almost none of us, none of us pay $14,000 to sit next to the Prime Minister at dinner, as many um, uh, Liberal Party supporters did in Perth the other week. Um, few of us have made donations to uh, political parties in the past. Few of us uh, get engaged in the political process. So while we vacate the public square, the major part, the, the um, vested interests are at that table. We're, we're not at the table. We've, we've, we've been brought up to think that politics is dirty while the major parties spend lots of time with the vested interests. Clive Palmer's at it again. He spent $89 million at the last federal election, didn't win a single seat. Uh, he's, he's announced he's going to spend $100 million at this election. Uh, as, as of a few weeks ago, he'd spent $31 million already. Uh, he's outspending everyone online by a long way. And you kind of... Uh, you can't not have opened up a newspaper in the last few weeks without seeing a big garish ad of content free uh, on page five or seven and probably a banner on the front page. He is uh, outspending almost anyone. He will certainly uh, outspend us by a factor of 10. Well, as as the vested interests have sat at the table where we have vacated, Australia continues 
to, um, to be a climate laggard. Um, here is a policy ranking table by uh, an international independent organisation that puts Australia dead last. This is consistent with what we've seen across the board that when independent uh, experts uh, look at Australia's progress, we're doing terribly. And it's not just on climate, it's on integrity. Uh, the Transparency Inter International publishes a corruption perception index every year, and Australia has received the worst score we've ever had. Uh, the worst score that yeah, Australia, Australia continues to, uh, to continues to fall down the ladder on on uh, corruption. And the World Economic Forum publishes a global gender gap report. Uh, in back back in two thousand and six, when they first published that index, we were one hundred and fifteen. So we were 15 out of 115 countries right up the top. Uh, now we've fallen way down to 40, 44th. Um, the, uh, yeah, we, we've, we, we all know that Australia's got a long way to go. Uh, very frustrating to see on these three key indexes, Australia has fallen. Well, Climate 200, we think that pro-climate independence are the solution. They've shown uh, that they have an ability to succeed. They've, uh, in this last term of parliament, the only climate bill to come to the floor of the House was introduced by Zali Stegel, who will be speaking with you soon. The only uh, anti-corruption bill that's come to parliament was introduced by Helen Haynes. Uh, the, uh, the, these strong community-backed independents have been a model, uh, have shown that they are uh, the engine room of innovation in parliament, uh, they are often the backbone and certainly the conscience of Parliament. So I want to talk about just the, the just the three that are needed in order, uh, all else remaining equal. The three that are needed in order to have a crossbench that has the balance of power, or I think it was Karen Phelps who first said it's the power of balance. Uh, the the independents sit there between the two major parties, and adding just three of them would force the major parties. Uh, to come and deal uh, with the independents um, and give and, and the independents would almost uniquely in Parliament have the ability to vote their conscience on every vote. So as you all know, this is where Climate 200 comes in. Um, the, the playing field is tilted very much towards the major parties. Yeah, the system is rigged because they write the rules. If we want strong independents to come in uh, and get into Parliament, we need to help them so that they can compete against the very mature party machines, machines that have had 100 years to write the rules uh, and the experience and the branding. The community independents need every bit of help they can in order uh, to compete, and they'll still probably be outspent two to one. Uh, most of the independents we're supporting, not all of them, are on, are on the screen here. Um, uh, and a common thread behind Climate 200 and all of the independents uh, that, that you see is that they are committed to a science-based response to the climate crisis, uh, to rooting out corruption in politics or restoring integrity, and gender equity or advancing the respect and safety for women. That wraps up this episode of Climate Conversations, well, at least the audio of this section of Quick Climate Links, but please make sure you check out the show notes as you'll find lots of links in there, links that'll help you better understand and how you should respond to the climate crisis. As I said, thanks so much for your company. And so until we talk again, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. Mm -hmm.